Welcome to All Gay Long. I'm Shannon. And I'm Nikki. And this is a podcast all about open and honest conversations all day long. All gay long. Yeah, so we're going to have chats about our lives, all things LGBTQ, and giving our often unwanted opinion (laughs) on what's happening in the world right now. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe and follow us to stay up to date on our weekly episodes. We are All Gay Long and we really hope you join us on this journey and we will see you all soon. Bye! Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Eye to Eye. Today, I'm honored to welcome the first lip sync assassin of Canada's drag race, the one, the only, Tainomi Banks. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me today. I'm so honored for you to be here. Uh, for those of you out there who don't know who Tainomi is, you can catch them on Canada's Drag Race at 9 p.m. Eastern on WoW Presents Plus or the Crave app every week. You can still support all the other girls. It is a fantastic season. Something I wanted to start with is for our listeners out there, do us a favor and go ahead and tell us uh, what are your preferred pronouns and a little bit about Tainomi Banks. Oh, yes. Um, Very easy for me. Like, out of drag, he, him, they, like, I guess what everyone's comfortable, like, with. I I really don't stress. Um, And when I'm in drag, she, they, her, very, very, you see what you get, you know? for Tainomi, Tainomi, let's see, explain her. She, do you want to know my, like, Tainomi's history? Like, how Yeah, she... I really do. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. Okay. Um, so Tainomi, she's fierce. She's full of fire, attitude, loves to dance, loves to make jokes, like, very funny in a, in a different way. Like, I'm not a stand-up comedian, but, like, Every day, I'll make fun of everyday things and occurrences that happen in life, you know, just a natural sense of humor. Also, she likes to, I guess, like have integrity and create her own opportunities. She started at a young age, so RuPaul, Rodriguez wasn't out there. So I was kind of hitting the the ocean with my big boat, creating all these waves. And, you know, change doesn't come easily. A lot of people accepted change, but like change does not come easy. So as for my opening line, some of these girls are here because of me. (laughs) (laughs) It was not even, it was not meant to sound. It's a great line. I I love it. But um, I do too. But like exactly the, a lot of them were inspired by me and, and I just lived, Tainomi lives to inspire people to be themselves, to have the same fire she has to uh, be connected and one almost like a virus just of, of love and affection and and strength i absolutely love that you definitely give off all of those things i can't believe that you have exited the show so early is my personal opinion i was blown away <laughs> what's something that surprised you about this experience thank you thank you it's a great experience honestly I guess I surprised myself with how many things I didn't, I wasn't prepared for, maybe. Mm. Um, just the, the the initial stress of it, like 
the first week was already like we had to make them like create something out of a box of materials and I don't sew my own things right mm. so I was like oh my god okay this is serious we have to dive right into this and everything so that was a little bit uh you, you just can't prepare for those things like and especially I'm not a contest or uh, a pageant person mm-hmm. I've never been so I don't know I went in there thinking I'll just do me <laughs> yeah yeah and it like it, not to say it was enough. It was just I wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. For yeah. just the full-blown what it was going to fully be. Yeah. I understand it, that. It just full out. Full out. <laughs> <laughs> so when was the first time that you actually did drag? And then how did it become professional? I've seen that you've had sponsorships with Ikea, Crest, AGC, so many things. I'm just curious about how that happened for you. Honestly, it's so funny. It's like when we're such in a political time right now and like with Black Lives Matter movement and like trans movement, all these things. Back when I was starting, those things were definitely there, but not um, the explosion that we're seeing now. So I definitely didn't put myself in the bubble of I'm Black and let me struggle and do this or whatever. I've always been like a hustler and working, 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 because I always just, I always think I'm the best one for the job as well. Like, I'm just as good as Becky over here. Yeah. Like, that's how I approach things. And I, I didn't, I didn't take the thing, like the road where it's like, oh my God, these are my struggles. These are, like, I climbed those walls. I kept on doing it. Like, every time I got knocked down, you just get better. I always wanted to evolve from, from, the Tainomi. Tainomi is forever evolving into a new person. So like when something, when I came to a roadblock, I'm like, okay, let's see this. Let's look at this. How do we change this? Yeah. And, I, and then I go and tack it again. So I started drag 14, 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, my first drag, drag babies are always born either on Pride or on Halloween. I was so a I'm, Halloween one. I'm a Halloween baby. I'm a Halloween. <laughs> and um no, honestly, it was just uh, being in drag for the first time, creating your own character. And like, it's so empowering, like, especially if you have insecurities and you want to like escape from yourself at the time, it's like, oh my God, that's like a, like your therapy. You're like, I'm going to be this person. I'm going to be the person I wanted to be. Like, yeah. and you just, and you have the control to do that. So for me, I didn't want to do drag. It was just something like I tried twice. And then my friend was starting a program. Sorry, a night, a program, sorry. A night at a <laughs> program at a bar. Uh, <laughs> I've been to those. <laughs> um, it was called Girls Gone Wild. It was me, uh, Divine Darling and Heavenly Heights. Mm. For me, I didn't do drag. So I was just like, what like to my friend i was like what do you need me for he's like oh i need dancers and, and you're dancing like so you know how to dance so like can you get in drag and help me i'm like you know what just this once you have to find the person because i'm not trying to do drag i don't know <laughs> what that, those lights hit me the music hit me the like the people and and the attention the type of attention you get honestly instantly hooked I wanted to do more. I wanted to learn makeup. I wanted to like know my clothes. I wanted to explore wow. music. Every week I was like, like there to 
wild crowds and everything. So, but I have dancing background. I just didn't think I was going to love drag so much. What is the dancing background? It's so funny. I was, <laughs> my, my story is so weird. I've always been involved with dance, but um, coming from a Jamaican family, mm-hmm. they were very, they didn't want to be, wanted me to be another stat. So they wanted me to go to school. Like I wanted to travel one year and just like my white friends. Yeah. <laughs> my mom took up that spoon. <laughs> she said, <laughs> you are not traveling. You're going to go to college, get a diploma. I'm like, okay, relax. There's always, and I just thought there's time for it, whatever. Yeah. Super happy. So I went to school for PR, public relations, and I did that for three years. And then I got this job downtown Toronto. And it was, it's like a, it's called City TV. I don't know if you. I've heard of it. Yes. Yeah. So it's like programming for like music and they usually have like all these big celebrities come through and all that stuff. So they owned a a company called the learning annex and it Mm. was from the States and then they moved it here. So I worked there for four years as an assistant event planner and it was the funnest job and everything. And where I think where the switch happened is they left and went back to the States and I found another job, thought it was my dream job. I'm like, good, I'm going to travel and everything with it. No, it you had to put put in the years mm. you know those kind of jobs yeah yeah you'll get the same desk oh i gosh. in that moment when i said depression found me <laughs> <laughs> she put her hand on my shoulder and was like hey i'm gonna sit with you for a little bit <laughs> I was like, <laughs> i'm like oh okay bitch yeah what are we gonna do we're like well you can't stay here because you're gonna kill yourself i'm like oh promise um so that job like i did everything to get fired <laughs> like you know what that's a blessing in disguise very often yeah like you know how the system works you're like uh if you quit you don't get your like payment or whatever so it's like you just do all these things just enough for them to be like time to let you go so <laughs> i wait yeah, that took a year of like, fuck, that was really bad. Um, but yeah, when I got out of it, I wanted to dance. I I was like, what makes me happy right now? Because I was thinking about going back to school, but like in the immediate moment, I needed to get my spirits, my self-confidence, everything. I just wanted to be happy again. And I went into dance and I joined a dance group, learned choreo, like how to pick up that. That's a big thing. Like, yeah, it is. Be- and then all of a sudden we were doing contests and then the next minute I'm in a dance video Woo! dance video, and then I'm dancing for Deborah Cox, Nelly Furtado. Wow. Like, yeah. Like just fast forward all these things. Yeah. Like music videos. And I was just doing that for a few years. And then when drag found me, it's just like, I don't know. It's like, a, I've always been confident with myself, but like Tainomi, when I created her, like something else, I just knew there was a different type of, um, I guess, power behind. Absolutely. And then as I'm, as Tainomi grew and we grew together, my platform grew, people listened to me like even more so. Like I've always been a contributor to the community as a dancer and, and I show up to events and it's so supportive, but like Tainomi was like the Michelle Obama. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Drag queens in our community, like they are staples and like, I would rather go to an event with a public speaker who is a drag queen and yeah. just something else, you know? They are absolutely pillars of the community. And uh, it's just amazing that you just found yourself 
in it, you know, and that it was the combination of all your skills from before, and it was perfect for you. My question for you would be, the name, I've heard that it comes from Tyra Banks and Naomi Campbell, is that correct? Yes. Um, So, in the creation of this character, why these two women, and then how different now is Tainomi from Sheldon? Oh my God, you are asking great questions. So, (laughs) I was, at the time, um, my drag mother, Nicolette Brown, was putting me in makeup and face for a Halloween night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was obsessed with the show um, Top Model. And Tyra just was so, like, she's so beautiful, but Mm -hmm. so crazy. Yes! So I'm like, so I was like, I really related to that. And I'm like, but she's she's really, but like, she's really over the top. And I'm like, but then I have my moments where I'm super calm and I deal with things in a way where Naomi Campbell, she knows her worth and she just shows it. Yes, she does. That's why when I say I don't do competitions, I don't like getting judged by people who are not in my field or don't understand my my path or my journey. So it's nothing, it's not a disrespect thing. It's just like, I just don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, if you haven't lived my life, how are you judging my life? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So these two girls, I just was like, I am a bit of both of them. Like I could get fiery and be like, bitch. We were rooting for you. <laughs> Or, or check your lipstick before come talking to me. You better check that lipstick. Okay, girl? Yes. <laughs> so just a mixture of both. And it just sounded so beautiful, like Tainomi and then Banks. And I live, love my money. So oh, my I- gosh. I mean, it's a perfect drag name. Uh, it gives me everything that I know I'm going to get, which is just like fierce ass bitch. <laughs> So my question, Tainomi Banks, is what's next? I'm hearing rumors about some music, an album in the works. Yeah. Can you give us um, any dish about that? Yeah, like, honestly, you live once. Um, and, like, during my shows, I'm always, like, playing around, like, like going on the mic and doing all these runs, like, for, like, jokes and everything. And people for years have been like, oh, you have, like, a nice voice and everything. I'm like, all right. And I see all these girls but you really do. I heard you on a live doing some of those like fun little runs. You were singing something and you were singing it for Priyanka and yeah. it was so funny, but like also fierce vocals. So I was like, I don't know. It's so, but it's different. Like it's scarier. Like I could go on a stage and dance for millions of people yeah. and like and freestyle and it, and I'll catch my life. But like your voice is your voice. And so, and people are so judgmental. So I, just didn't ever think to dive into it. And then with COVID happening, with Black Lives Movement, I'm like, you know what? I have this only one life to live. So like, let me say something and do something and say I did it. And I, and I have people behind me really supporting that. So I was like, let's move forward and do some music. Oh, I'm so excited to hear it. Do you have any dream collaborations or any uh, Drag Race girls maybe that you haven't worked with? Like creation music wise? Or in any avenue, really. But yeah, let's stick with music. My dream moment is to like, ha- like do something with Nelly Furtado. I would scream if she just was like, yeah. you know what? I'll just do this line. I'm like, oh my god, that's everything. <laughs> that's all I need. And like, she always sends messages like, very proud of you. Like she's so amazing. Wow. Yeah, like she's, yeah, she's amazing. So like that would be a dream. And to collab, oh my God, there's so many. When I met Alaska, 
she is so talented. Yeah. Like, she writes her own music and her videos. Like, she's just so clever. Like, she's, like, with pop culture. Like, she's in it. She's, like, the creator of pop culture for me. Um, and then there's Willem. Just, like, and they're, these girls, I did the AAA show one time. I was a guest at there. Oh, Courtney, I Courtney. love the AAA girls. Like, all these girls I would love to work with. Shake Relay, like, oh, my God, Bob the Dry Queen. Like, these people, like, I just would love to be in their presence to learn from them, if anything. Um, just, yeah, no, I've never been, like, into music that in that way until like drag race and all these things. And the, when I see these girls in their journey, it makes it possible. So yeah, it'd be really fun to work with a lot of these people. hundred percent. On that note, out of curiosity, would you ever compete in an international all-stars if that were ever to materialize? I think it would have to be a yes, because I need to, uh, there's more. <laughs> of there's more course. To, to me. And I want to like take it, the thing is, I did the show the first time. I think I, it was too serious with it. And I was really hard on myself. And I put all these pressures. I just want to go in being like, you know what? This is me. Let's do this. Have more fun with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Be a little yeah. more loose. Absolutely. Might be able to take those uh, ups and downs a little easier. Yeah. I always take critique amazing. But it's just like, I could have done better. Also, I mean, no tea, no shade, but a little bit of shade. I just don't think that the critique was necessarily right that last time. <laughs> I really thought that your uh, the the paper outfit that you, Ilona, and Jimbo had all done was something really impressive, personally. You know what? If it was Project Runway, <laughs> it was a cohesive, collective look, all right? And the look stayed together when y'all were, like, fierce going. And I'm like, okay... Like quality of the garment, like yes. Yeah, so that's that's the road we took because all of us like are creators, and I watch all these shows. So that's that's the route we took. And honestly, like yes, critiques are critiques. I loved our look. I and, loved it too. Yeah, so, <laughs> it was a fun look. Um. So, who from the cast did you most bond with during the experience and since? I know that you and Priyanka have an extensive history and I imagine uh, a lot of you girls have known each other for years. Yeah, um, you know what's funny? Our, we need to, uh, I guess, be nicer in our community. Uh, Priyanka's been doing drag for three years and literally in the beginning, like if you listen to your friends and people around you, honestly, it'll be the downfall of, of potential things. I could call her a best friend today. I could literally, like, I love Priyanka. We yeah. believe in the same things. She's so passionate about her her journey. When she wants to do things, she gets it done. And she's so inspiring and uplifting. Um, in the beginning, it's like a lot of people are like, oh, she's trying to be like you. And she's trying to look like you. It's like, when you listen to stuff like that, it's very poisonous. And, like, I don't think people understand how it is. Anyways, I'm happy I didn't listen to that. Because... Yeah. Like I'm, I was so happy to see her. Like when I walked through that door in the in Drag Race to see her, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! She's here." Um, a shocking one who I didn't think I was gonna get along with was Alona, mm-hmm. and I love our friendship. It blossomed in such a beautiful way. She's so inspiring. I've learned so much from her, um, her background and what she wants to do, and like I don't have a lot of trans friends enough trans friends i do have a few and 
just being, I don't get to hang out with them all the time. So being with Alona and her really telling me her truth and what she wants and her background, I really, I love her so much. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And all the other girls I've worked with, like Rita is a, a powerhouse in Montreal. And she's so, she's such a hard worker. And then I got to meet, and then Lemon danced with me when I was younger, for me when I was younger. And she's the funniest, oh my God, funniest person ever. Jimbo. Yeah. Jimbo is a scientist. He's in his own world doing a mad own. scientist, but it is a brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I just got close to everyone. Um, Anastasia, her her story is so powerful. Like we didn't know that ever happened. Like she almost lost her life. We wouldn't have not had her here today if she didn't pick up after she healed and moved to Canada. Um, just like all that, just all my my relationships with all the girls are just beautiful, and and I just really appreciate all of them. Well, like I said, Canada's Drag Race is unbelievable. It's one of the best seasons that I have seen in years. And it doesn't matter like which franchise we're looking at. This one is blowing me out of the water. The challenges and the um, the variety of the queens. I It's so hard to compare any of you. I, I love it. I'm watching my girls and rooting them on as well. Like even last week, the Snatch Game was phenomenal. Unbelievable. Like, can you believe Jimbo? <laughs> Oh, you miss your mother? Smell my fingers. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. I couldn't believe it. I also could not believe that we have never had a Joan Rivers on Snatch Game. And so I was just beyond thrilled to see Jimbo do it. That, nope. oh, because who did this? Then it was the best thing I've ever saw. Yeah. I, the best. So, it, yeah. Yeah, it, it blew my mind. I wish that we could have seen um, your Grace Jones. I, I know that that was what you were planning on doing. You looked good. Oh, my God. I wish, I wish. Whatever, I'll probably get a redemption, hopefully. <laughs> yes. So before we move on into our final section of things, I want to hear any favorite moments or crazy stories from Cruise and Tangos or Woody's or any of your... Uh, haunts i always have my friends tell me i'm so crazy like i i forget that i do things and then they're like oh remember when you did this to this guy i'm like oh <laughs> my god i blank out and i so, so what is i don't know if it's so i think every drag queen could relate relate i was like had a tyra banks moment i was all my friends were dancing performing and these people were in the front row and like it's already intimidating to go give someone a tip, but if you're in the way causing commotion, it's like you don't want to interrupt anything. So you just sit down. And our tips are how we pay rent, how we buy our food and everything. So I'm watching this thing happen and I'm watching this, just this guy be in the way. And finally, when I performed, I got up on stage and stopped the music. I'm like, hello, can you stop the music for me? And you just see all the managers. They're like, please. And they're, I could see them mouthing it please, please stop this. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, hi, what's your name? <laughs> he's like, he's like, Philip. I'm like, Philip, you're stopping the money flow. I'm like, do you want my wig? He's like, what? I go, do you need my wig? Would you like to perform? And he's like, no. I go, so how do you see this as being fair? Oh, and my. You're crying. Oh, he's my like, God. I would have too. <laughs> because I was just so calm talking to him. And I was just like, because I'm not going to be crazy. I was just like, yeah. how is this fair? I go, we all want to have fun. You're not by yourself in this room. Have fun with everyone. Involve everyone. And he started crying. He came and gave me a hug. I'm like, guys, okay. I'm not like scolding you. Mm-hmm. That was one. And all the drag queens were like, 
in the corner. They're like, oh my God, you're going to get fired. I go, I never will get fired. I go, girls, I, when I, when I speak, it's for everyone, not just you. Every time I take that, I think in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice a pay, a job. I don't know what I'm going to sacrifice, but I'm sacrificing something. So everything is better for all of us. I always, that's how I attack things. My other story, Cruise and Tango. <laughs> There's a video of it on my Instagram. This girl was like, can I take a picture? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And she grabbed my face. <laughs> Ma'am, how rude. You have to see the video. I grabbed her arm so hard. It was almost breaking. And she was like, and I looked up and I was like, Lord Jesus, give me strength. <laughs> and I looked at her right in her camera. I'm like, bitch, if you touch my face, I will end you. I will kill you. Oh my God. I couldn't. <laughs> we need to become friends on Instagram so I could send you the video. It's oh, please. Really, yes. Really, really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, unbelievable. And note taken. Don't cross tie no me. <laughs> Give her her money. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> So we are going to move on into our final section of things, a section that I like to call Passions Lately. <gasps> oh. This is so, so very simple. Hi, Naomi, what are you passionate about lately? What is just getting you excited? It can be anything. Oh, really? I like playing my video games. <laughs> well, what are you playing? I have PlayStation 4, and I was playing The Last of Us 2. Honestly, I've been crying like they took this and wanted to really pull the heart like i've never seen a game like this in the longest time like i've seen like i play spider-man and sometimes yeah. and when you swing around the city you see like lgbt in the, the villages i was like oh these designers are amazing but in this game they took so many like these char- characters and they're so complex they took um abby who's this masculine very masculine woman, but she's mm-hmm. very much cis, like, you know, like a, a female. Like, she's not, she's not gay. She's just, you know, she's just very masculine. masculine. And she's, like, trying to avenge her father's death. And then you have Ellie, who's a lesbian, and then, and then this girl, like, falls in love with her, who used to be straight, and then they have a kid together. Like, all these, this game is made so long, and then there's a transgender character in it, and, like, I'm like, oh my God. So just like all these things are happening and it's in a world of survival. And like, and I just found it really funny playing the game because watching, looking at the comments and stuff, people were like, I hate this game. I'm like, it's a game, guys. Right. Like, just because it's not your story does not mean you can't enjoy this. Um, You know, we have had those heteronormative games shoved down our throats forever, you know? So um, I I agree. The Last of Us Two uh, doing some brilliant representation. Yeah. So that really got me through. Like, and I, I, it took two weeks, <laughs> like two to three weeks to play it. So like, I've been very passionate about my video games, and um, I like taking my. I haven't rode, ridden a bike for years, and then until four months ago, I started riding my bike and just exploring my city a little bit more, and like things I've never had time to do. I'm taking time to do them. So. That's me right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. And then final question for the podcast today. What is the most recent thing that has happened to you that has made you purely happy? Oh, my gosh. Is it your boyfriend? <laughs> oh, 
Oh, did you see that interview? <laughs> yes, I did. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I like sucking his dick. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? He's, you know what? That's a big thing, actually. I haven't had a boyfriend for years because... Dating and drag is very hard. Very hard. Like, you have... I'm a very confident person, and there's a lot of people that, like, fan over you, and, like, a lot of guys are not secure with that. I... My boyfriend is very young, and I'm not going to tell you the age, but he is young. And just for his being his age, he's super mature and very confident in himself. And it's really nice because, like, I could do my own thing. He could do his own thing, but we're still on the same page together. So to to have that type of support and respect for each other back and forth, it's really, really nice. And it's made me tackle life in a different way and not be so stressed out all the time. It's really nice to have someone who cares about you. Well, I think that is a perfect place to put the cherry on this interview. Um, I just want to thank you so much for joining me on this very special bonus episode of Eye to Eye today, Tainomi Banks. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. And we need to add each other. Oh my God, please. Like, I... I have been obsessed, so that will make my life. Um, And thank you, listeners, for being here with us. Remember, you can watch Canada's Drag Race at 9 p.m. Eastern on WOW Presents Plus and the Crave app every week. And if you're not, you are doing yourself a disservice. These queens are fierce. Um, So thank you for being here with us. Now go outside. We'll be here and gayer when you get back. Love you. This episode of Eye to Eye was edited by Dylan Newman and the theme song written and performed by Emily Easley. Make sure to rate and subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you enjoy podcasts today. Podcast today.